there's no distance too far for the perfect trip. Hi, checking in for... Or the perfect table. Hey, where are you? Coming! And when you get access to Resi Priority Notify with your Amex Platinum card... Hey, this looks amazing. I'm so glad you made it. And travel benefits at fine hotels and resorts booked through Amex Travel. It's worth the trip. That's the powerful backing of American Express. Terms apply. Learn more at americanexpress.com slash with Amex. This episode brought to you by 20th Century Studios' Kingdom of the Planet of the Apes. Director Wes Ball breathes new life into the epic franchise. As a ruthless king attempts to build his empire at the expense of the remaining human race, a young ape begins a journey to fight for a future for apes and humans alike. Kingdom of the Planet of the Apes. Enter the kingdom in IMAX this Friday and theaters everywhere. Get tickets now. You know our trusted partner, TireRack.com, for their fast, free shipping, free road hazard protection, convenient installation options, and their great selection of the best tires, like the highly consumer-rated Firestone Destination AT2. But did you know they sell other automotive products? Wheels, brakes, and suspension, just to name a few. Everything you need to elevate your drive. You can go to TireRack.com slash Dan. TireRack.com, the way tire buying should be. You are listening to The Dan Patrick Show on Fox Sports Radio. It's the final hour on this Wednesday. Dan and the Danettes, Dan Patrick Show. Phone calls always welcome, emails, tweets, all the above. Operator sitting by, Tyler taking your phone calls. Whole question for the final hour, Seton, if you want to recap what we've already traversed in the first two hours of the program. <laughs> oh, man. Yeah, well, the first hour we, <laughs> we put up there. Next year, Bill Belichick will be dot, dot, dot. Mm-hmm. Uh, right now, uh, everybody thinks he's going to be on Nantucket with his dog. He won't be coaching at all. Oh. Uh, okay. That's at about 40% of the audience. 35% have him coaching another NFL team. Only 14% see him st- staying with the Patriots. Yeah, yeah I don't see it. But uh, I do see him coaching elsewhere. I don't know if it's one of those, let me take a year off. I think if you're the Patriots and maybe you can trade Bill Belichick, I'd certainly try to get something in return because you do need draft picks here. Maybe they would do that. A poll question for the final hour is going to be what, Seton? Uh, We've got one here. This is the nicest phrase for being fired. (laughs) Okay. Decided to part ways. Parting ways is, is a very nice way to do that. Okay. Uh, mutual decision okay. is good. What about uncoupling? Yeah, you consciously uncoupled. <laughs> consciously uncoupled. It's a great way of saying getting divorced. Yeah. Yeah. What about is is relieved of their duties? <laughs> is that a, I don't think that's a positive. That happens a lot at Crappensburg State. They've been relieved of their duties. <laughs> duties. Yes, the yes, coach you said duties. Uh, yeah, Paul. I've noticed the past year, relieved of his duties is a very popular one, like, if the college football, like Frank Reich has been relieved of his duties, we wish him well and all the best in the future. And we thank him for his contributions. It's somewhat positive, but it's clear they're being fired. I don't think Frank Reich was, I don't know this, relieved when they told him he was no longer the coach. No. I don't like that word. No. I think he was just fired. Right. Yeah. Why, why can't we use the word? Do you you don't, I don't know. I think, I think we're, we're trying to be uh, very respectful, protective. You know, don't want to be mean-spirited. You know, the language is really important nowadays. Parting ways sounds like two people on two separate boats who are having a little conversation, and then they go in two different directions. Lovely. Or when they say it's mutual, I always go, really? Was it mutual? Like you both, at the same time you went. I quit. I think it's so good. 
I think we're going to have to. We want you out of here. Yeah. Yeah. (laughs) That'd be great. Clean out your desk. Yeah, maybe we're just trying to dress it up so it doesn't sound as bad. When you go home to your wife and you go, what happened? (sighs) Relieved of my duties. Oh, well, that's better than being fired. Uncoupling is a good one by you because that was a, um, was that a? Gwyneth Paltrow. Gwyneth Paltrow. And uh, Chris Martin from Coldplay. Conscious uncoupling. Consciously uncoupled. Yeah. No, honey. Yeah. Kids, sit down. It's not a divorce. We're not divorcing. No. We're consciously uncoupling. We're both still going to be active Get parts a of your life. Uncoupling lawyers to help you out. <laughs> Lost seventy five percent when I uncoupled. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, it did. Cost me a lot. Can cost I recouple? Me a fortune, especially in California. <laughs> yeah, I'm, cost me a lot. Uh, and how many grand a month in uncoupling? Good morning, if you're watching on Peacock, our streaming partner, and uh, nearly 400 cities around America that carry this program. Stat of the day brought to you by Panini America, the official trading cards of the Dan Patrick Show. And yes, if you're watching on Peacock, this flannel shirt, you can get one just like it at danpatrick.com. We sold out initially, and uh, they are sharp. They are looking good, and you can uh, pick these up. Also, some uh, moonshine is available. A lot of great gifts there for the holiday season. All right, so the final hour on the way. We'll bring back something that Charles Barkley had to say about Draymond Green and the role that the Warriors play in disciplining Draymond Green. Because if I'm Golden State, can I do a preemptive strike and say to the commissioner, we're going to handle this. Will you trust us? We're going to handle this. Now, he might say, hey, I sat him down for five games when he uh, put Rudy Gobert in a chokehold. How long? I I don't know if there's an amount of time or money that's going to impact Draymond Green. Because at some point, he decided, I can get away with whatever I want to get away with. And that starts with my team. If I'm going to punch a teammate and drop him, um, everybody okay? Okay. Okay. And then you trade away that teammate? It just feels like that he's been empowered here. And now you can't bring him back. He, this is his identity here. And you can't cut him. You sign him to that contract extension, I believe. But they're not good. They lost 10 of 11. He's been thrown out of 20% of his games so far this year. And last night, you know, I mean, it's just, here's the NBA in-season tournament Got some positives, people watching the NBA before Christmas, and then this knucklehead goes out and throws a punch and then had this to say after the game. He was pulling my hip, and I was swinging away to sell the call, made contact with him. Um, As you know, I'm not one to apologize for things I meant to do, but I do apologize to you, sir, Um, because I didn't intend to hit him. I sell calls with my arms. I don't fall or to sell a call. I don't, I'm not a flopper. So I was just selling the call because he was grabbing me and pulling my hip back. So I spun away and unfortunately I hit him. And so like I said, I apologize to you, Seth, um, because I didn't intend to hit him. All righty. You know, it's just, uh, it's really the same story. The script is a little different, but it's the same lead character here. And this is bad for the NBA when you have something like this. It didn't warrant that. It it wasn't like he was getting, doing something that Draymond would do to somebody else. And and then you're going to sell it and flop, but he says he doesn't flop, but that's what he was trying to do. And then you swing and then you, you drop, you know, 
Nurkic to the floor? Like, what are we doing? What are we doing? And does the NBA, what do they, you know, is it 10 games now? Does that matter? Usually what happens is when you hurt your team. If you find somebody, okay, I'm not hurting my team. You're finding me. You're just hurting my, my uh, checkbook. But when you are gone from your team, your team is not playing well. Clay Thompson's not playing well. Some of these other younger players are not playing well. Now that's when it has an impact here. You're not a 70-win team. You're not a 60-win team anymore. You may be a 45-win team. You can't afford to have anybody out of that lineup. Right now, they're the 11th seed. So, does anything happen? At this point, I don't care. No. This is on the NBA. If he's out there, great. No. And everybody says the same thing. Man, I love Draymond Green. I don't. Now, I appreciate his game when he plays at a high level, when he's smart. What happened in the NBA Finals when they played Boston? And he's trying to be this pest and nuisance to Jason Tatum. And I said on the air, just play basketball. And then he did play basketball. They ended up winning that championship. So when he does play at a high level, the end result can be a championship. But when he doesn't, then you have a situation like this. Yes, Paul. Could you imagine, and I, I'm answering my own question, I can't, uh, another team trading for him or accepting a trade offer? Because if you were going to try to trade him, if you're the Warriors, at his age and... The only team I could see is the Lakers because LeBron is friends with him. And, and maybe you can have this, hey, I need you. you know, I, I mean, that's, if, you're gonna, if you're trading for him then you're missing something that he can help you with. And the bottom line is, we can win a championship. Like Denver. Would Denver trade for him? Now, I wouldn't. At that price, I don't even know what he's making. But, you know, now, Paulie, how much is Draymond making? Draymond makes uh, $23 million okay. a year, $24 million next year, 25 the year after, and a player option for 26 27 no. for $28 million. Yeah, I've, I don't he have. He's locked up. I know, I know. I have no interest in it. But somebody may, somebody may. So uh, we'll bring back some comments Charles Barkley uh, had to say in the first hour of the program. By the way, I go into a grocery store last night. I'm rushing in. It's like 5, 5.15. And I'm uh, looking for olives and salad dressing. My wife goes, oh, can you run the store? So I run to the store. I run in. And then I see a woman who's got you know her outfit on, her name tag on, and I go, um, Olives, uh, salad dressing, please. And she goes, honey, I'm not on the clock anymore. And I go, well, okay. I was by the cash registers, and I thought, it doesn't take that much to say aisle eight. But I was like, okay. All right. So she was off the clock, and then I just was like, all right. So I was a little stunned with that. I also recently had somebody ask me for advice at uh, a Lowe's where they wanted to know where something was. That's a compliment. That means you look handy. But it's not like Home Depot and I had orange on. Yeah. I'm at Lowe's. Did you have a smock on? I did not. I, I like to wear a smock. So wearing your tool belt. Yeah, I, whoa, that's what she said. Uh, hey Just a belt? <laughs> hey now. But I had somebody, you know, they were asking about some jigsaw something. Orbital Sanders? Yeah, I don't know. I'm, I'm like... Um, I'm not quite sure. And the woman goes, 
don't you work here? I go, no. <laughs> and she goes, oh, okay. Like, I just had a flannel shirt on and jeans and, and you know, and a hat. That's a Lowe's uniform. I, I guess. Yes, Todd. Did you feel like being sarcastic at that moment saying, sorry, I don't work here, but I bet any one of those guys in the orange, you know, kind of smock. <laughs> well, no, it. no, because I was, I was not at Home Depot. Different color. Oh, yeah, that's yeah, true. Yeah, Todd, you, don't not, you do I not don't go, go to Lowe's. those stores. But I have to believe that Lowe's has some kind of outfit or dress where you know I, an employee versus I, a patron. I think maybe it's a blue smock. I don't know. But, uh, I, yeah, it was like, no, no, I, um, I don't work here. Yeah, Paul. I like to go back to the uh, the olive oil incident. Yeah, the olives and olives in uh, in uh, salad dress. Just to be fair to the worker at the grocery store, was she exiting the grocery store or was she just meandering about? She the... was okay. She wasn't. She was like twenty two feet away from the exit, wrapping up her shift. But, yeah, she was done at five, but she wasn't walking out the door. Well, she wasn't running out the door. She was walking to the door. Yes, yeah, I think that you. Instead of being upset about this, you just adopt this method for the next time that you're like at a bar or in a party <laughs> or walking through the airport or trying to have some wings or something. And somebody's like, hey, DP, who do you like for the game tonight? Uh, I, I'm not on the you clock. Know, right buddy, now. I'm not on the clock yeah, right now. Yeah, right? I, yeah I, I, I'm not doing my show right now. Yeah, I'm not on the clock right uh, now. OK, get out of here. Maybe when we go to Vegas. I'll use that. Yeah. Somebody comes up, hey, DP. And I'm like, <clears throat> my name is Dan, and I'm not on the clock Six right now. Six to nine Pacific, Monday through Friday, okay? Thank Thanks, you. buddy. Thank you, Todd. Yes, Paul. I think what maybe bothers me and most of America with the olive uh, story is that the woman said, honey, I'm not on the clock right now. It would have been easier to say aisle four. Yeah. It would have been shorter and taken up less of her time. She could have said, honey, aisle eight. Yeah. And then on her way out. And that it would have been, thank you. And then you said, I'll leave you alone. I'll leave. Okay. <laughs> I tried it. Oh, the salad days. Yes. Yes, Marvin. Yeah, I love how she said, yeah, I'm off the clock. I didn't ask you if you were working or not. <laughs> I just asked you where the olives and the salad was. But if you have your name tag still on, I thought that it was fair game. That's all. Yes. Yes. I can see where you would think that. Uh, but just to play devil's advocate, so we're not <laughs> piling on the uh, supermarket workers of the world. Yeah, you could also do what everybody else does: just look up at the signs and find it. Uh, I, I have to be honest with you. I love playing the game of walking into the grocery store and asking where something is, because they take great pride and go uh, aisle eight, uh, three quarters of the way down on the left hand side. And I, and I always say, you're showing off, aren't you? So, okay, that's just... Is there any chance that reputation preceded you when you went in for the <laughs> oh, olive? God. Like, you may have already gotten this lady five times, and you're like, dude, this guy, one, he's come in looking for olives three times already. Yeah, yeah. Like, buddy, just remember where but, the olives but, are. But the, the, I feel like people work at the grocery store, take great pride in telling you exactly where something is. Hmm. And so I do ask... I think that I'm doing them a favor to let them show me how good they're, they're at doing their job. Yes, Marvin? It depends. At my local grocery, someone says it depends on what they're doing. If somebody's unpackaging boxes or uh, something like that, yeah. and it's like, hey, where's, where's the Edsman's at? You know, where's the little Debbie's at? Oh, it's right here. You know, aisle five, third show on the left. All right. Thank you, Michael. You got it. Have a blessed day. Yes, when when you go to Lowe's or Home Depot, do you ever like hesitate to ask someone because it's emasculating? Like, uh, 
I need a... Uh, oh, everything's emasculating when you go to those stores. Right, but I, you try to minimize it. First of all, I can't do anything on my own. Right. Second of all, I can't even find the things that I'm supposed to get to do on my own. I'm, I'm, I'm lost. I was in there a couple, like a month ago. I go, I go, my toilet won't flush, and the, the stopper, the, he goes, the red one? I go, the red one? He goes, is it the red ring at the bottom? I'm like, well, no, it's the stopper. The stopper is a different thing. I'm like, it's the thing at the bottom. He goes, I just asked you if it's the thing at the bottom. I yeah. go, well, it's not the thing at the handle. Of course it's not. And I'm like, oh, I'm just going to go home. Yeah. I'm just going to go home. <laughs> I'm just going to curl up I'll and feed I'll just buy a position. new house. I can sell the house. <laughs> sell the house. Yes. It's like, hey, I know that you're just working here at Home Depot, but can you be sort of a plumber for me and diagnose this problem real yeah. quick and then tell me what I need to fix right. it? Right. Yeah. yeah. Exactly. Yeah, that's a, little, that's a little more tricky than maybe we're giving them credit for. Or we're complimenting their expertise. Once again, go into the grocery it. store. <laughs> The grocery store, and you ask him, where is? Hey, you know why my toilet won't stop running? Because I checked the flappery thing. <laughs> you and then I did the little jiggly thing. That way, You know, the jiggly thing. Are you 95 <laughs> an hour? Because be this like, is dude, free. I'm just, I don't know, man. Call a plumber. Uh, speaking of plumbers, uh, Trip in Vegas. Hi, Trip. Good morning. Good morning, Dan. Dan Etz. So uh, I had an opportunity to go back out to Pennsylvania, and I actually visited the Double Deuce this time. Oh, how is the campus bar at Crappensburg State? It is. So I have a few interesting things about the bar. First of all, I thought it would be bigger. Uh, it, it's a gastro pub. There are no chairs, only loose stools. All right, so then on the bar drink specialties, they had Jaeger bombs, brown eye girls, and mudslides. Then some of the menu items, the appetizers, they had the poo-poo platter. They have fresh-cut cheese on the sliders that are so big, they fill the bowl. Thank you, Trim. Thank you, Trim. Yeah. That might be a less is more. Started yes. out killing yeah. it. And then yeah, it, yeah, less is more. Yeah, that was, a, that was a half and then half situation. Yeah. Appreciate the effort, though. Yeah. It was well done. Yeah. Yes, Tom. I don't know about less is more. I think you keep on rambling. No, 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 no. You don't. All right. Um, Charles Barkley gives us his thoughts on Draymond Green when we come back right after this. Be sure to catch the live edition of the Dan Patrick Show weekdays at 9 a.m. Eastern, 6 a.m. Pacific on Fox Sports Radio and the iHeartRadio app. Polly Fusco here with Tony Fusco. Yo. Of course, you know us as the host of the number one rated show in all of sports talk, the Polly and Tony Fusco Show. Yeah. Now, the suits at Fox Sports Radio gave us this airtime because they wanted us to tell you how great our show is. Why? Yeah, instead of us doing that, let's just let our millions of fans do the talking. Yeah, play the tape. You don't know crap about sports. I mean, why am I even on this crap? Whoa, 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 whoa. That's the wrong tape. Wrong tape. Just forget that. Look, listen to the Paulie and Tony Fusco Show on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. It is getting that time of the year. It's Miller time. You don't need a watch or a clock to tell you. It's Miller time. Weather gets a little bit warmer. All of a sudden, the beer gets a little colder. It's beer cracking season. It, it, whoa, okay. I don't know if it says that on the calendar. It's a beer that strips away everything you don't need and holds on to what matters the most. It's a light beer that tastes like beer. That's why I reach for a Miller Lite. And it's less filling, only 96 calories. They've been doing this since 1975. They have perfected it. You know, that summer afternoon, we're coming into that time of the year, be like, oh, man. Crack one? Yes, or two. Don't look at your watch. Don't look at the clock. Don't look at the calendar. You know. Miller Lite, the great taste, less filling, tastes like Miller time. To get Miller Lite delivered right to your door, visit MillerLite.com slash Patrick or 
You can pretty much find it anywhere that sells beer. Celebrate responsibly. Miller Brewing Company, Milwaukee, Wisconsin. 96 calories per 12 ounces. Fewer calories, fewer carbs than premium regular beer. Miller Lite. There are some things that are too good to keep a secret. Like how your Amex Platinum card helps you have the perfect trip. I'd like to check into the Centurion Lounge. Or how it seems like you always get those hard-to-snag tables. Ooh, yum. And how you get the most out of select can't-miss events. With access to the Centurion Lounge, Resi Priority Notified, and Amex card member benefits at select events, you'll have to share. That's the powerful backing of American Express. Terms apply. Learn more at americanexpress.com slash with Amex. We know that quality sleep is essential, and that's why the Sleep Number Smart Bed is designed for your ever-evolving sleep needs. So you can choose what's right for you and your partner whenever you want. Two beds in one. Firmer or softer on each side, you decide. And it helps you sleep at a comfortable temperature as well. Quiets their snoring, so you stay sleeping comfortably all night long. Sleep Number does everything. My Sleep Number setting is 75. Sleep Number smart beds learn how you sleep. They provide personalized insights to help you sleep better. You will never need another bed. J.D. Power ranks Sleep Number number one in customer satisfaction with mattresses purchased in-store. And now save 40% on the Sleep Number Limited Edition Smart Bed for a limited time. For J.D. Power 2023 award information, visit jdpower.com slash awards only at a Sleep Number store or sleepnumber.com. Charles Barkley joined us in the first hour of the show. We'll bring back a couple of his comments about the Golden State Warriors and Draymond Green. Tim Kawakami covers the Warriors, columnist for The Athletic, his podcast, The TK Show Podcast, and Tim joins us now. What did you see from Draymond last night and the Warriors? I just think this if it's, it isn't over. This dynasty isn't over. It's getting real close. Uh, and I think last night was kind of a threshold moment. Draymond getting thrown out again, likely getting suspended again for the second time in a month. Uh, Clay Thompson, Andrew Wiggins, Kevon Looney essentially kind of pulled from the rotation in the second half. This is, uh, it's getting old, you know, literally. Uh, these are older players, not Wiggins, but the other guys, they try to do it for one more time. Uh, and kind of the cycles of failure are being repeated this season, even going back to last season. And also they're speeding up. The, these th- This is happening. You know, we knew everything comes to an end. Dynasty has come to an end. Steph Curry's still playing great, but it wasn't going to last forever around him. And we're kind of seeing kind of a threshold moment, I think, where everyone was waiting for it, something good to happen. And last night was the exact opposite of it. Can Draymond Green change? I don't think so. You know, he got he punched a teammate last year uh, and they traded the teammate, did not suspend Draymond and gave him a four year deal for $100 million. And listen, you have to be around the Warriors to understand <laughs> the full extent of why. Like he has paid them back. For their patience in in a lot of different ways they won a championship in 2022 when you didn't think maybe it was possible but this kind of activity this behavior has been what he does he did this in the finals in 2016 we all know got suspended for a game probably cost him a championship draymond is apologetic for these things he is he apologized to nurkic at least publicly i don't know if he did it personally for last night but this keeps happening uh, and I don't know what you do or say. I mean, even Kerr last night was like asked, "What what can you do about it?" <laughs> like we just keep trying with Draymond, and they hope that he's there when it counts. They hope he doesn't do this in the worst moments 
They really need him now because, as I said, Clay and Wiggins, especially, their games have fallen apart. You need to have Draymond, who is still a pretty good player, still a very good player at times, and he keeps getting himself off the court. I don't know if you can count on that. And in fact, I would say you probably can count on him not being on the court more often. As I said, the cycle seems to be speeding up. It seems to be, you know, it's not going away, Dan. It's, it's definitely not going away. And again, he got $100 million after he punched a teammate. It's hard to go back from that if you're the Warriors. How much culpability is there with the organization? So, yeah, some, you know, listen, they, they made a gamble with this. They made a bet. Uh, it won them championships. These are players that are foundational figures. And I, as I keep saying, None of this happens if Steph Curry doesn't want it to happen. Draymond Green does not get the $100 million contract. Not the terms of it, but does not get that deal if Steph Curry didn't want Draymond Green beside him. Clay Thompson might not be here if if that's, you know, if, if Steph Curry doesn't want him there. He wants these guys around him because they've been so close. They've succeeded so much. They've created an atmosphere. It doesn't look like it now, but an atmosphere that has won so many things. 2022, really, once they won that championship, they were going to ride with these guys. The culpability is they wanted to try to keep put, put this together one more time, that they can't do it any other way. They don't want to break it apart. Well, they might have to do that. <laughs> I mean, it's looking like they do have to do that, but they put themselves in a position they can't do it right now. So, yeah, there's a culpability. It's a culpability for them saying what we had in 2022 and obviously the three championships before that is worth riding all the way till the end well we're seeing that now and it's not going to be poetry it's not going to be you know great songs being sung on the court this thing is going to end messy and then we're be beginning to see how messy it can get where does steph curry's career go from here yeah i don't know i mean he's they're gonna have to take a look at this and can can they redo it and i don't think i don't think they can redo it this year they're gonna have to do it in the off season quickly enough that it's going to match his timeline i don't know Remember the whole two timeline thing? That was what this was supposed to be. But Wiseman did not turn out to be a you know a player who could do that. We'll see with Jonathan Kaminga. We'll see with Moses Moody. I kind of think they're going to sputter around on this and and kind of like do stuff on the margins. Maybe you you trade Chris Paul. That's the one really tradable piece they've got because of his contract. I don't think they can trade Clay Thompson. I don't think they can trade Draymond Green. Certainly not for anything that's good. So you might kind of just see what they got this season, and then try to make something big for some player who matches his timeline next season. And I think next season is the last go. It might The last go might be now. I mean, Dan, it really it might have been last season. But Steph is playing so well, I think you owe it to him not to blow it up. And you give him, maybe try to trade for a 28-year-old, somebody who's in his prime. Maybe you try to sign that guy in some you know convoluted deals using Chris Paul's contract. But this is what it's going to look like with him, too. I mean, I mean, you know, when they were out of the playoffs before they won in 2022, it looked like this scramble around Steph trying to try everything, and they don't have enough around him. They'll be very frustrated if they do that for another three, four years of his close to his prime. They don't have a ton of options around that. This might be what it is. But Steph will end his career as a warrior. I think, I mean, he signed for three more years. Uh, he likes it here. again. I don't think he's a guy who's going to be, you know, ring hunting. He's got four of them. Uh, as long as he feels like they're trying their best to put something around him that works, I don't see how they do it. It just doesn't work that way. Whether Clay's a warrior yeah, for much know. longer, I mean, whether <laughs> whether Wiggins is, a, I mean, that's different. But I don't think 
Steph Curry leaves the Warriors, certainly not anytime soon. And this is it just this is the place where he's called it a career. This is a place where he's won. He's built a life here. Very tough to say, oh, you know, go send me to Chicago or go send me to Orlando. That's going to be hard for me to see. Great to talk to you again, Tim. Hope you're well. Thank you for uh, joining us. You got Dan. That's uh, Tim Kawakami, columnist for The Athletic, covering the Warriors. Make sure to check out the TK Show podcast. Charles Barkley was with us in the first hour, and uh, we talked about a couple of things. And uh, one was his reaction to uh, Draymond Green last night. He's frustrated because he can't play the way he used to play. That's probably what, what, as a player, that's what I'm saying. I'm like, oh, man. Because I'm not saying this because I like Draymond. Everybody likes Draymond. But, Dan, I started doing stupid stuff when I couldn't play anymore. It was very frustrating. you like, my last two years with the Rockets, I sucked as a player. You know, I actually hit Othello Harrington. Nobody knows about it. Othello Harrington, I hit him in practice because he was working so hard and there was nothing I could do about it. So I took a, I threw him down and Rudy Tom Jones, who I really respect is we're going to, we're going to vote and you're not going to play. And I was humiliated, but it was because I couldn't play anymore. So I was playing dirty. I see the same thing with Draymond. He's not the same player and he's frustrated. I also asked Charles about the role that the Golden State Warriors play in disciplining Draymond Green. I think the Golden State Warriors, you know, because Adam, Adam, Adam doing doing something really doesn't matter. Mm-hmm. But when your boss says, "Hey, you know what? It's time for us to sit you down," because you know you just lose money when the league suspends you. I think you need to be embarrassed when your boss says, "Hey, you know what?" You're hurting the team. I'm going to do something to you. So I think it's up to the Golden State Warriors to, hey, you know what, Draymond? You've been great for this organization, been great for the team. But you're not worth the effort. You, you know, we're tired of dealing with this BS. So I think the Warriors need to step in and say, hey, even, even before Adam does anything today, because he's going to get suspended, if the Warriors came out and said, hey, can we handle this situation I think that would be the right thing to do, Dan, personally. That's Charles Barkley who joined us first hour of the program. And I don't know if the Warriors can say, Commissioner, let us take care of it. Like, um, you know, with uh, John Morant. If if the, they could say, let us discipline him. Because it really comes down to, he's your player. And you're the ones that are around him and policing him. And you need to win. And this is something that they've looked the other way for a long time because they realized at the end of the season, Draymond Green is going to be a positive, not a negative. But during the regular season, he's more of a negative now than he is a positive. Yes, he. Draymond did that right in front of the Warriors bench yesterday. And the only reaction was one player putting his hands up like this. The coaches turn their heads and look. Steve Kerr doesn't even turn and look right away. He's still looking off to the side. After Draymond's just punched a dude in the face right in front of the bench, he doesn't even go like, whoa! There's not even anything, not even an ounce of surprise. They just look and they're like, oh. They're desensitized. They are. They're they're not surprised with it. You can't be surprised with anything that he does. It's a shame. But this is where you buy into an act. He bought into the act. I'm a villain. So what? No amount of money you find me is going to bother me. You can suspend me. Doesn't matter. And management has my back. My teammates have my back. 
I knocked out a teammate. That teammate got traded. I got $100 million. You can understand why Draymond goes out there and probably continues to act this way. It's not like Steve Kerr goes, you know what? I'm going to sit you down for a while. Yeah, I, I need you to think about this because you're not the player you once were. I need you to be smart. And for all those analysts who say, man, he's one of the brightest guys in the NBA, he can't be that bright. At some point, you're not that bright. Rodman, to me, was bright because he understood how to do it, toe the line, but he was waiting for you to punch him. Draymond, is one, he's going to be punching you. All right, a couple of phone calls in here. 877-3DP-SHOW, email address, dp at danpatrick.com, Twitter handle at dpshow. Curtis in Kansas joins us on the program. Good morning, Curtis. Morning, Dan. Morning. And the boys and Todd. Um, I just wanted to talk to you about your olive story and the lady going out of the store. Uh, I've worked at a grocery store for 27 years. Okay. So, um, A, she should have just turned around and told you where it was at. And B, the other thing, when you said we take great pride in letting you know where it is, it's not great pride. We have to tell you because um, it's very simple to look up on the signs and find it where it's at yourself. But, uh, you know, it's it's as Polly said, I think it was Polly said, um, uh, you know, you're the guy that's come in there five times and you ask silly questions. When you have people that shop in there on a daily basis and come up and ask you those silly questions, it's mostly because um, they don't have contact with people and they're they might be lonely. And I'm I'm beginning to worry about you. You're getting close to retirement. And uh, you're going to the grocery store to um, ask some questions just to talk to people that you know. I know you talk all day, but. Different. I'm... Thank you, Curtis. No, and you could be onto something. Curtis, stay on the line. We want to send you some gear. Yes. You know, the thing is, is uh, sometimes I'm not even going there to pick up anything. I never said I went and got the olives. How often can one person ask for olives at the store? <laughs> yeah. Hey, hey, uh, where are the olives? Uh, same place they were yesterday. I know this poor guy, he I comes know. in. It's probably like three times a month I he know. asks for olives. He comes God. in, he needs olives. Isn't that the guy who used to be at Sports oh, Center? So lonely. Like, what happened He's to so him? Excuse me, uh, where is the peanut butter? And what are you doing for the weekend? I got nothing to do. Yeah. Yeah. You know, it doesn't cost anything to be nice. It doesn't. <laughs> I'm just saying. I just go in and say hello to people. Walk by the seafood area. Joe is there. Sometimes we'll say... Uh, you know his name? Yeah. Yeah. Do you, just, it, do you just lean your arm up on the counter? Sometimes I'll go, hey, I'm just here for the halibut. And, and then he'll go, yeah, yeah, I know. I know. <laughs> but are you the guy leaning their arm on the corner talking to I, Joe? And, and Joe's serving other people, but you're just kind of like, so you're getting a half pound of I cornered a woman who worked there, and we talked cheese for probably about 15 minutes. People are usually just lonely. Yeah. They don't have any. <laughs> and, and, and Curtis could be right. Uh, you know, I have everything, but I really don't have anything. And that's why I go to the grocery store sometimes. You know, my wife, normally you don't want to go to the grocery store because those, you know, those people with their carts, I mean, they mean business at certain times of the day. And, you know, I like to go when it seems to be a little bit quieter around dinner time. Just chat with people. <laughs> Just say hello. Starbucks, I would, you know, drive through, just say hello, just see how you're doing. Yeah, smart. 
Saturday mornings, Sunday mornings, prime time yeah. grocery store shopping. Can be, yeah. Yeah. Go out there in your pajamas and your flip flops. I just, you know, sometimes you just go in and you just, you just say hello. That's all. Yeah, Todd. Would you do something like that at the deli counter? Hey, slice thin, boar's head. Good call by you. Just to chat it up. Yes, it's a little. Disturbing. Yes, I will. Yes, I will. I become my older brother, and I become my father-in-law. My father-in-law, by the way, would go to the grocery store and just stay there for hours, and he would just be there and talking to people, <laughs> and. It, you had friends. You have friends. Uh, Bill Belichick has responded. Now, do we want to wait here? Uh, yes, we need a the commercial break? Okay. Yeah. All right. We'll bring that uh, to your attention. Bill Belichick on the, I guess it's a report that Tom Kern of NBC Sports Boston had about that the Patriots have made a, a decision on Bill Belichick's future. We'll have that from Bill after this. Fox Sports Radio has the best sports talk lineup in the nation. Catch all of our shows at foxsportsradio.com. And within the iHeartRadio app, search FSR to listen live. There are some things that are too good to keep a secret. Like how your Amex Platinum card helps you have the perfect trip. I'd like to check into the Centurion Lounge. Or how it seems like you always get those hard-to-snag tables. Ooh, yum. And how you get the most out of select can't-miss events. With access to the Centurion Lounge, Resi Priority Notified, and Amex card member benefits at select events, you'll have to share. That's the powerful backing of American Express. Terms apply. Learn more at americanexpress.com slash with Amex. All right, everybody, game off. Let's pause here to talk more about Monopoly Go. I know what you're saying. Flag on the play. You've already talked about that. But there's just so much more good stuff in this game. In Monopoly Go, you can team up with friends for time tournaments where you work together to build up each other's boards. The more you win together, the more awesome prizes you unlock. And there's so much more to get. You can get unique stickers. You can trade with friends to compete uh, albums for big prizes. There's cool new playing pieces to travel the boards with. I was always a uh, battleship guy. You know, you get those pieces like there was the hat, there was the shoe. Oh, same. There was the. I was always a battleship guy or the car. You know what, too, is funny about a battleship? It's one of the only uh, Monopoly pieces that you find that's not just a household item. Wow, you know I haven't even thought about that. Yeah, most people oh, wow. don't have a battleship at home, but you have a car, you have a hat, you have a shoe, you have uh, all those things. Anyway, you could also get hilarious emojis for taunting friends when you smash their buildings or heist their vaults. That's always fun. Plus, Monopoly Go feels new and exciting every day with constantly changing tournaments and challenges. A ton include their own unique mini games like digging for treasure or a robot Pachenko machine. And there's always new timed events that will help you win big, like massive multipliers for everything you win or rent frenzies. There's always something fun to discover in Monopoly Go. So get off the bench and go download it for free right now on Google Play or the App Store. Game on. Searching for a job can be a lonely process. Endless searching, phone calls that go nowhere, nobody's on the other end, applications that vanish. It's time to find a better way to find a job. Express Employment Professionals, the local jobs expert that you can trust. They never charge a fee when they help you with your job search. Go to ExpressPros.com, find the office nearest to you. Each year, tens of thousands of job seekers find work with the help of Express Employment Professionals. And Express helps you find all kinds of jobs. Manufacturing to logistics, customer service, accounting, and so many more. Getting an interview with Express can be as easy as a phone call. And with just one application, Express Employment Professionals will have you in the running for numerous opportunities in your community. Make your job search easier. Let the professionals help at Express Pros. Express 
employment, professionals. It's your one connection for getting a job. Visit ExpressPros.com today, and good luck. And last call for phone calls, what we learn, what's in store tomorrow. All of that coming up. Every Wednesday, Bill Belichick meets with the media at 11 a.m. Eastern. And right on cue, here he is after a report by Tom Kern, NBC Sports Boston, that the Patriots, after coming back from Germany, made a decision to move on from Bill Belichick. All right, before we play what Bill Belichick had to say, let's go around the room. What do you think Bill said when asked about his future with the Patriots? Todd? I'm not aware of any of that, and if it was, it's between me and uh, Mr. Kraft, so I'm concentrating on our next game. All right. Seton? Yes, it's true. They fired me. <laughs> Ooh, that'd be wild. <laughs> Those mean people, they did this to me. Yes, it's true. Robert Kraft fired me. All right. Marvin, what do you think Bill Belichick says? We're on to the next game. All right. Paulie? Working on getting ready for Kansas City. Yeah. I would think that that would be his response. That's why when it was like, oh, man, how's he going to respond? He dodges. I mean, What's been impressive about him and depressing is he never answers any question that has to do with him. So 20 minutes ago, Bill was asked about the report that uh, the Patriots have made a decision to move on, and here is Bill's response. Understanding that Robert will not ask you to be back next year. Yeah, getting ready for Kansas City. That's what I'm doing. Have you and Robert discussed your future beyond the season? Getting ready for Kansas City. <laughs> He's not answering this. I mean, you have to ask. Would you go for a third? A, th a three-peat? Coach, just to clarify on that, <laughs> on to Kansas City. Um, Are you going to be on to Kansas City next year with the Patriots, Coach? Are you on to 2024 with the Patriots, Coach? Yes, Todd. <laughs> what about after that loss in Germany? There's some specific reports that it was right after that loss in Germany that uh, there was something that you were on the back end of and not in a good way. Mm. Okay. This is what you would do if you were in the press conference? I would like to think that I would push it a little further and say, but there are specific reports about a specific game that you lost and the conversation was had that was not in your favor. But he doesn't have to answer anything. Because I would ask him, Coach, when's the last time you talked to Robert Kraft about your job? He's going to say, uh, I'm on to Kansas City. But can't he just say, I'm, you know, I'm not going to get into no. that, I'm not going to comment? Why, why do you say, I'm on to Kansas he City? He doesn't need to. It's just rude, It's like though. Greg Popovich got away with how he acted in-game interviews because he won championships. It's rude. They're journalists. They're it doing is. their job. You can just say, I don't want to get into that. I'd rather just take questions on the upcoming he game. He doesn't care. That's all you got to do. It takes but two Todd, seconds to say it that way. Todd, he doesn't care. He does not care. It's repeating that same thing. It's not sentence. like he goes home and goes, uh, it's probably a little tough on the media today. He's like, he doesn't care. Why show up? Take the fine, give it to charity. Why even be there if you're going to just say that? He has to show up. So you show up and then you take the fine. Yes, Paul. It would be almost refreshing if the media, after those first two questions, said collectively as a group, Coach, we're done. We have no other questions. We don't want to ask you about your offensive line play. Yeah, but he would love that. Right, right. But He look, doesn't care. But he's on the way out probably, and the media who's had to be part of this for all time should just go, cool, we're done. He doesn't care. He would love that. He'd be like, all right. Yes, he... It is going to be funny, though, once it becomes clear that Bill on his way out to see how tough the media get in those moments then when he uh, they spent most of the time cowering, being like, uh, I don't know. Don't yell at me, Bill. They're going, hey, Bill, no. I, you know, I don't want an answer. I think the fans <laughs> deserve an answer to this, Bill. Bill? Yeah. No, no. 
Tell me, why did you run the ball on third and seven? I think we deserve an answer. Yeah. All of a sudden, everybody's getting there. They're going to be emboldened. <laughs> Bill's on his way that. out, muscles. Yeah, he can't do anything to us. <laughs> PR department can't do anything to us. Yes, Marvin. Seaton just hit the nail on the head. Stop calling him coach. Bill. <laughs> Bill. <laughs> Bill, I think we deserve an answer, yeah. Bill. I mean, right. it's a fair question. Bill, it's a fair question. Emphasize Bill. Come on, Bill. William. A lateral on fourth and six. Really? A lateral? <laughs> uh, coach, uh, do, you, uh, do you think that you could, uh, in that play, uh, how good was Mac today? Uh, who is the starting quarterback week 15, Bill? Who is the starting quarterback? I think the fans deserve an answer. Yeah. And then, old John McEnroe. And question. Then, and then here you have Tom Curran is in the front row at the press conference, and he had the report. So look, you know, it's like Belichick is answering the question. Then he's got like a stink eye towards Tom Curran. Every time he's asked about his future, he just looks at Curran. Yes, Tom. What if Belichick actually said, why don't you ask Tom Curran? He's sitting there right in the front. He seems to have all the answers. He knows everything. Just talk to him. I don't need to get it from me. That's good. That's good. That's where you could say to Belichick, uh, why don't you ask uh, Tom? Tom, come on up here and answer That would be fantastic if he did that. And then Tom Curran could go, um, Coach, I'm going to be back here next year. Will you? <laughs> and then you drop the mic. Oh, God. That's uncalled for. No, here we go. Todd, do your sports center tease. Marvin's got the music. Uh, here we go. God. Coming up on SportsCenter, keep your hands to Yousef. Should Draymond go from the showers to a therapist couch? Here's a nugget. The officials weren't joking around in Chicago. Was the early ejection bull junk? One and done chick. How the in-season champs lost to Luka. Was the genius fate sealed several weeks ago in Germany? Might a hobbled hill keep the Finns from landing the Jets. Just in case you hadn't heard, the Chargers forced to shake a stick at the Raiders in Sin City. A giant offer made not enough. How a potential San Francisco treat got tricky. The Dodgers have 680 million reasons to believe there's more rings coming. We'll explain. Will our products free of charge? Take a look. Sports Center next. All right. Solid. So, uh, this day in uh, sports history, Paulie. One of my favorites, 2010, the New York Giants and Minnesota Vikings played at Detroit, Detroit's Ford Field. The game was moved due to the collapse of the inflatable roof at the Hubert H. Humphrey Metrodome the day before. Mm-hmm. And if you remember, our director back at DirecTV, decided to roll camera on it when he saw all the snow on the roof. Overnight. Overnight, and got the video of the stadium roof. Club. Mango. Yep. Mango was the director we had at uh, DirecTV. Uh, let's see. On this date, 1956, Jackie Robinson was traded to the Giants, but instead of going to the Giants, he retired. Uh, highest scoring game in NBA history, 1983. Triple overtime. Uh, you had three Pistons. Isaiah had 47. John Long had 41. Kelly Tripuka had 35. The Nuggets, Kiki Vanderway had 51. Alex English had 47. That's good stuff. Love it. Uh, Cam Newton won the Heisman on this date, 2010. Charles Woodson won the Heisman on this date in 1997. Oh, here's one. The Mitchell Report publicly released naming 89 baseball players using steroids in HGH. What, whatever came of that? Let's go around the room what we learned on the program. Todd, what did you learn today? 
Curtis in Kansas thinks the reason you ask where the olives are at the supermarket is not because you don't know what aisle they're in, but because you're hopelessly lonely. Seton O'Connor. Charles Barkley, Louis Riddick, and Tim Kawakami. That is a solid day. They brought some That's noise today. Day. Marvin. The Bulls are going to have the best reunion ever. Paulie. Barkley is going to the Bulls Ring of Honor ceremony. It's a city where spectacle and celebration are woven into the very fabric of the community. Las Vegas, where conventional is challenged, the unexpected embrace. It's not just celebrating, it's celebrating with an edge. Have a great day, everybody. We look forward to talking to you tomorrow. At Bed 365 we don't do ordinary. We believe that every sport should be epic. Every home run, every hit, every inning, every play. From the moments that are legendary to the ones that fly under the radar. See for yourself when you sign up today and get $150 in bonus bets when you bet just $5. Whatever the sport, whatever the moment, it's never ordinary at Bet365. 21 plus only must be present in Ohio. If you or someone you know has a gambling problem and wants help, call 1-800-GAMBLER. Terms and conditions apply. All right, everybody, game off. Let's pause here to talk more about Monopoly Go. I know what you're saying. Flag on the play. You've already talked about that. But there's just so much more good stuff in this game. In Monopoly Go, you can team up with friends for time tournaments where you work together to build up each other's boards. The more you win together, the more awesome prizes you unlock. And there's so much more to get. You can get unique stickers. You can trade with friends to compete uh, albums for big prizes. There's cool new playing pieces to travel the boards with. I was always a uh, battleship guy. You know, you get those pieces like there was the hat. There was the shoe. Oh, same. There was the I was always a battleship guy or the car. You know what, too? It's funny about a battleship. It's one of the only uh, Monopoly pieces that you find. That's not just a household item. Wow, I, mean, I didn't even thought about that. Yeah, most people oh, wow. don't have a battleship at home, but you have a car, you have a hat, you have a shoe, you have uh, all those things. Anyway, you could also get hilarious emojis for taunting friends when you smash their buildings or heist their vaults. That's always fun. Plus, Monopoly Go feels new and exciting every day with constantly changing tournaments and challenges. A ton include their own unique mini games like Digging for Treasure or a robot Pachenko machine. And there's always new timed events that will help you win big, like massive multipliers for everything you win or rent frenzies. There's always something fun to discover in Monopoly Go. So get off the bench and go download it for free right now on Google Play or the App Store. Game on. If a new house is on your wish list in the next five years, grow your savings faster and experience your dreams with an Ohio Homebuyer Plus account from Kemba Financial Credit Union. A savings account specifically designed to save for a new home where you can earn 7% APY, a $500 matching bonus, and a $1,500 mortgage closing cost credit. Learn more at Kemba.org. Offer expires March 31st, 2025. APY equals annual percentage yield. Restrictions apply. NMLS 292230. Equal housing lender. Federally insured by NCUA.